0: Hello and welcome to Talking Sports with TK. I am Tommy Chrysan, glad to be here, glad to have you there. Thank you for listening to this podcast. As always, please feel free to share it with all of your friends. This episode, Sports Takes, Trey Blossom and myself will take a look at the upcoming NFL Draft. The LSU Tigers, might they set some school records? Got some other guys from Louisiana who you might hear their names called out in the draft Thursday, Friday, and Saturday coming up. So Trey Blossman and I have our takes on the NFL draft. Now, don't forget, also coming up this week on Tuesday, from New Orleans, Mike Fazan and I will talk about the New Orleans Saints and what might they do in the NFL draft. As of right now, the Saints have five Draft Choices, we'll talk all about that and more with Mike Fazan on a Tuesday Talking Sports with TK podcast. Also on Wednesday, it's Chin Music with Rick Robinson and myself. Major League Baseball, we'll take a look at the unwritten rules. That'll be on Wednesday. So lots of podcasts for you this week. Trey Blossman and I might even do another one after the first round of the NFL draft to recap what happened for LSU and any other Louisiana people. Hey, don't forget to connect on social media. I'm Tommy Chrysan, K-R-Y-S-A-N, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or connect with Talking Sports with TK. It's on has its own Facebook and Instagram account. We're gonna hear a quick message. We'll come back. We'll be joined by Trey Blossman. We'll talk NFL Draft. Stay tuned. It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I'm Tommy Chrysan, about to be joined by Trey Blossman. It's another episode of Sports Takes, as we mentioned. The NFL Draft comes up uh, in just a couple of days here at the latter part of the week. On Thursday the 23rd, it gets going. Three-day event, a virtual draft. The NFL doing a test run with all 32 teams today. Uh, As of uh, us sitting here and recording our podcast, I haven't seen any reports on how that went. But if it went bad, I don't think they would tell anybody. So let's talk some NFL draft, just some general topics. Trey and I just kind of bounced the takes around here on this podcast. Trey Blossman, hello. How are you doing today?
1: Doing fine, Tommy. Doing fine.
0: Well, as we sit here on April 20th, we've got some states starting to lift some restrictions. Louisiana is governor with a small thing about time-sensitive surgeries can now take place. Maybe we're seeing some steps in the right direction. Perhaps one of the bigger steps will be the fact that the NFL, albeit in a virtual format, is going to conduct their annual draft this week.
1: Well, we talked about it last week, Tommy. We both agree that that's a good thing. And, you know, they've continued to plow ahead. You know, you can shut down and sit around and wait to react or you can be proactive. And I think as much as I like to criticize the commissioner and say that he's a feckless leader and out of touch with things, I think he's done everything absolutely correctly here and moving forward. As you do th- see things starting to open up uh, in Texas, and as you said, even in a slight nod here in Louisiana, where it, it looked like the governor was going to keep a shutdown into June, uh, things are starting to ease up. So the NFL is looking pretty smart right now to have their regularly scheduled draft still on the table starting Thursday night. It's going to be the premier sporting event in the world, even though it's not really a sporting event. The the world is that starved for sports right now. The few things that had been continuing to go on, um, uh, Australian rules, football, uh, that's even been shut down. There's nothing happening right now. Uh, I think there might be some ping pong, but, but I'm serious. <laughs> that's about all that's going on in the sports world. So the nation's eyes will be focused on this virtual draft it's going to be historic on multiple levels tommy it's going to be historic for the technical way that it's being done it's going to be historical certainly we think for lsu in terms of the number of players drafted in the first round and overall and we'll get to that in just a minute but the nfl has the sporting fans attention this week nothing else does. You know, no horse races going on. This is it. And, man, that's what you want, right? If you're the NFL owners or the NFL commissioner, you can't ask for a better scenario than they've been given this week. I
0: agree completely. I mean, I'm not a fan of Roger Goodell's, but I think, you know, his vision or his staff helping him have the vision to go ahead and do this thing is a big plus. As you said, it's going to be historical on many levels, including television ratings and uh, LSU. There's a handful of guys, other guys in Louisiana expected to be drafted. We'll mention that in a little bit, but I think it's a very good thing. I mean, the ratings on Sunday night for the the last dance, which is the documentary on Michael Jordan and the Bulls and their quest for their sixth NBA title, which I watched and you're going to going to watch soon. Uh, The ratings were through the roof on that because people just wanted to see something. I mean, sports fans are just, you know, dying to get get their teeth into something and Thursday night. I'll be in front of the TV at seven o'clock watching the draft when maybe I might not have been, or I might've been at one of my favorite watering holes drinking a beer and it might've been on the TV and I might've glanced at it every now and then now like the Michael Jordan special, I'm going to be glued to it.
1: Yeah. Well, as I said, I think we all will. I think it's, it's a big, big event right now. And, uh, it's going to be fun to watch. I Look, I always look forward to the draft, but I've never looked forward to a draft like this one. And just a part of it's the LSU thing, for sure, to watch so many uh, Tigers be drafted high and good chances to make rosters and make successes of themselves in the NFL and financially. That's just all all good stuff, Tommy.
0: Well, the NFL has invited 58 college players to be, a part of the virtual draft. Eight of those players are from LSU. No other school has that many. Bama does have seven. But LSU is looking at setting some school records, if you will, with picks in the first round and uh, overall number of picks through seven rounds. Obviously, LSU was the best team in football during the 2019 season. They're the national champs. They went 15-0. and So it kind of makes sense that they'd have the most people – Uh, picked in their school's history and maybe the most people picked ever from one school in an NFL draft. Ohio State had like 14 people a few years ago. So it's a testament to Ed Orgeron, his coaching staff, and and the football program at LSU.
1: Well, no doubt about that. And uh, obviously they've done a great job recruiting. In a minute, when we talk about some other kids from Louisiana, we uh, may talk about one particular kid from La Tech that you saw play twice this year that is probably one that LSU should have been in on and weren't. They offered him very late, but he was committed to La Tech. And as a class kid, he went with the people who offered him and he committed to. And I I love that. And uh, as you said, we'll get to some Louisiana kids that didn't play at LSU in just a minute. But look, let's look at this first round, Tommy. I think Everybody knows Joe Burrow's going one to Cincinnati. I would be shocked if that didn't happen, although I have seen a mock draft that had the Herbert kid from Oregon going number one to Cincinnati. But as we talked in the previous podcast, look, if Joe Burrow goes someplace other than the Bengals and has a very successful NFL career and he wins a Super Bowl or two or more, which he well could do, And he does that someplace other than Cincinnati, and Cincinnati takes Herbert or Tua or anybody else at quarterback, and they don't have as successful career as Burrow. Cincinnati ownership and management will never, ever live that down, Tommy. You can't pass on the local kid for somebody else when the local kids to consensus, number one, I just don't see that happening. Uh, I got Burrow etched in stone at number one.
0: I, I would agree with that. You know, anything can happen. There, there might be a trade. Uh, you know, I heard an interview with Cincinnati Bengal coach Zach Taylor and he said, do you, do you know for sure you're taking Burrow? Well, he gave the answer he had to give. We're happy with our direction. You know, he didn't commit. He didn't not commit. But, but that's the answer you're going to get. But I credit Dan Patrick for asking him the direct question. But no, unless, you know, I've read a lot where the Dolphins might send a bunch of picks to move on up. I don't know. We'll, we'll wait and see. But I think if I really, you really pressed me for my thought on it, I think Joe Burrow will be the number one overall pick to his home state not hometown, but, but of the Cincinnati Bengals, and and uh, he would become the uh, an LSU Tiger to go very first in the draft.
1: Well, but, look, I, I wouldn't blame him for taking a good deal to trade down. It, you know, that they have more problems than quarterback, and if they could parlay that first pick into three or four picks in the first three rounds, that's certainly entertaining. But if they're going to draft and they're going to draft a quarterback, it needs to be Joe Burrow. I agree. All right. I think the next player drafted from LSU is Chase Song. I think he goes somewhere between 12 and 16, Tommy.
0: I would agree with that. Uh, he, he's got a lot of upside. and He's got a lot of very favorable reviews. and He can affect the passer, which has become a very important part of NFL defensive schemes. Caleb Chason. Chase uh, Song. I'm 99% sure his name gets called in the first round.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think the third LSU player taken and a guy that's moving up, I think, on draft boards as we speak, is Justin Jefferson. I think he goes 14 to 18, Tommy. Here's a note that I read earlier. An unidentified NFL scout, as told to Bucky Brooks of NFL.com, said Jefferson, quote, one of the best receivers I've ever studied in 40 plus years, end quote.
0: Well, I'm not so sure he's first round because this draft is loaded at the wide receiver position. I mean, they're talking about this will be the greatest ever year for wide receivers. So Jefferson may get caught up in that. But as the old saying goes, you just have to have one team like you. You don't have to have two, three, or all 32 teams. You just got one team that falls in love with you. But I'd be surprised if Jefferson went in the first round. But I certainly think he's gone once you get to the second round.
1: Yeah, I think he goes first round. I think at worst, he's the fourth wide receiver taken behind the two Alabama kids and uh, CeeDee Lamb. Uh, I I think Denver and Philadelphia are particularly high on him. And if he's still around when Minnesota picks, I would think that they're going to take him off the board. Again, I got him going 14 to 18. As the third Tiger, my fourth Tiger is Patrick Queen, somewhere in the 20 to 24 range. As I've said, if he's on the board at 24, I think the Saints will take him. Okay. And behind him, I've got Christian Fulton, 22 to 28. And if Queen is not on the board, I think there's a good chance the Saints take Fulton. Unless they opt out for the linebacker from Oklahoma who I know that you're not that high on, but a lot of people seem to to be
0: you know a lot of people He had twenty eight tackles in one game yeah, of Oklahoma,
1: I mean, that,
0: that that's kind of that's kind of good
1: that's kind of good yeah yeah, you know, yeah even if you play in little league that's kind of yeah. good twenty
0: eight some people don't have twenty eight tackles in three weeks,
1: yeah, some teams don't run twenty eight <laughs> plays on offense. <laughs> i think the uh again that's fulton is the fifth choice i think if we're going to get six and i think all five of those go in the first round if we're going to get six into the first round i think it's grant delpit i got him somewhere in the 31 to 36 range i think he's better than that i think he's being hurt by this whispering that he really can't tackle You know, he didn't tackle that well this past year, but he was playing on a bum ankle all year. After watching this kid play for three years, he's a dynamic playmaker. He's a bigger version of the honey badger. He can play all over the field, Tommy. And while I know he's not an edge rusher, he can sure rush from the edge. He can do it all. I think he will be a steal, if he lasts to the late first, early second round, which I'm predicting that he will. Okay. And finally, uh, I think we have two other guys going in the second round. So we've got five in the first round, maybe six. So then we've got two or three in the second round, obviously led by Delpit somewhere between 50 and 60. I think Clyde Edwards, helair goes off the board and also cushion They should be well, very close picked within a few picks of one another
0: and a little bit after that tight end thaddeus moss is expected to to get some attention as well and there's other guys Sadiq charles there's some other tigers damian
1: damian lewis
0: Yeah, there's some other Tigers that that are going to hear their names called again. You know, first round is on Thursday, rounds two and three are on Friday. The rest of the draft through seven rounds, total of seven, will take place on Saturday. They'll be on uh, ESPN and the NFL Network. And they have, I did read where if there's some, they have an ability to pause things if there's a technical glitch. Like, let's just say that all the Saints are on the clock. And then all of a sudden the communication goes out for whatever the reason, they've got an ability to adapt to that and not penalize the team because, you know, technical issues may happen and their time may expire or whatever. So, you know, I they hopefully there's crossing some Ts, dot dotting some I's, trying to, you know, be ready for you know, pl- you know, as Bam Bryant used to say, expect the unexpected. They have to be ready to know that okay to you know, all the saints, you're on the clock, and then all of a sudden the Saints can't hear them, they can't hear the Saints, you know. So right. Right. Uh, hopefully they, they they've got all of that, you know, they got a plan A, a plan B and a plan C. And from some of the things I've read, they they are going to be extremely prepared for something that may go wrong because they've never done this before. They don't, it may come off flawlessly. I doubt it, but it might.
1: Well, you know, if it does credit to their tech people, you know, some of the smartest people I know are computer people. And, (laughs) you know, I used to ask people that were really good at computers. I'm like, well, how'd you get so smart about this? And the answer that I got that was the funniest was because when you were out playing football after school, I was locked in my bedroom messing around with an early version of a computer. Like, well, that would explain it. (laughs) All right. The other one is the other answer is I'm just a nerd. (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> or,
0: or i don't like football <laughs> yeah,
1: right right I
0: right, uh i do want to mention i spoke to mike Dettilier. he's a, a nationally recognized draft analyst a, a friend and colleague of mine and, and mike gave me a couple of names of guys from louisiana who uh are not lsu players but expected to hear their names called offensive guard robert hunt from ull that's mike detillier's top-ranked guard he's calling that a second round pick six 320 had a very nice career for the raging cajuns third round he's got the guy you referenced earlier amik robertson a cornerback from louisiana tech who played at thibodeau high uh, i saw him play twice this year in rust in one game he had three picks so uh, i was very he was the best player on the field it was one of them kind of things where you watch the game and you go hey That was the best player on the field. Amik Robertson, a cornerback out of Louisiana Tech. Mike Petillier thinks third round. And then fourth or fifth round for Kevin Dotson, another offensive guard from ULL. Uh, Played at Plaquemine on the other side of the river from Baton Rouge. I know his father, Kelsey, uh, former high school coach. I'm sure Kevin's a fine kid because his daddy's a fine man. So those three guys are players you know, that Mike D'Atilia expects to be drafted. And then I did ask Mike, I said, what about Chase 4K, the Rummel High Nichols product, uh, quarterback, six foot, 200 pounder? And Mike said he sees Chase 4K as a priority free agent. There's been a little interest from the Chargers, Rams, and Raiders, but he suspects that Chase 4K would be a uh, priority free agent and, and get a shot somewhere. Uh, for those that don't know, Chase would be the nephew. Uh, former Saints quarterback, uh, Ole Miss quarterback, John Forcade. It would be John's younger brother, Keith, who was a linebacker at Ole Miss on defensive end. It's his son, Chase, who I saw play twice this year down in Thibodeau, and he's just one of them guys. He, he's like his Uncle John. He finds third and eight, and he finds a way to get nine yards, and, and he's a competitor, and he's not going to give up, and you know, he would be down three touchdowns with a minute to go, and he still thinks he's going to win the game. I hope he gets a shot. According to Mike Dettiglia, he'll get a free agent shot. Maybe a surprise if he was picked in the seventh round, but uh, probably a free agent. So those were some names that, that I was given by my friend and colleague, NFL draft expert Mike Dettiglia.
1: Well, you know, Chase Forcade is a winner. Is, that, that's what he is. I followed his career from high school and in college, and the teams that he quarterbacks win. Uh, we've seen other people like that. Herb Tyler, who was the kid from Zachary that was at LSU and transferred out to the Juco and blew up? Scott Lindsey Scott. Lindsey Scott. The guys are just winners wherever they go. And uh, I hope he does get a shot. And if he does, I expect that he'll make a practice squad. Tommy, we talked before we started recording about another player, and I couldn't remember his name, and I have it now. He must have been a 4K teammate at Rummel. Vanderbilt wide receiver, Kalija Lipscomb.
0: I, I remember that name now that you say it. I, I wouldn't have been able to call it, but when you said it, I went ding, ding.
1: He, he had 87 receptions as a junior in 2018. They had a change at quarterback for Vandy this past season. He only caught 47 balls. So his stock actually has gone down a little bit, but I saw a feature on him on fourth down on four with Doug Mouton last night. And they're still doing a good job with that show, even though they're broadcasting from home and other places. And uh, he's a good-looking physical specimen. He's a big, strong, tall-looking guy. He's impressive in the film that I saw. I think he's going to get drafted and make a team.
0: All right, well, I'm looking forward to the draft uh, starting Thursday night, Trey. I will be watching it. I know you will, and uh, it'll be great to see what happens for all the LSU guys and the other Louisiana guys and guys from Louisiana that played outside the state. It's an exciting time and a special time for these kids. I mean, it, you know, you, you live your life wanting to play the NFL if you're a football player. And, you know, getting drafted or signing a free agent contract gives you that opportunity. And uh, it's a special time. And I look forward to watching.
1: Yeah, me too. Maybe we'll record again Friday and talk about the first round.
0: We can do that. And I do want to mention I'm once again a contributing writer at CrescentCitySports.com. You folks in Louisiana, in particular, the greater New Orleans area, I wrote a, a column that was posted today, similar to a podcast Trey and I did about college sports and the coronavirus and what, what it might look like in the future. So uh, once a week, I'll have an article. That there's so many outstanding writers there. I don't know how I got on the list, but I'm now I did it for many years and I haven't done it for a while and spoke with Ken Trahan and, uh, the other day. And. Uh, going to start contributing again at CrescentCitySports.com. Check out there. There's so many great, much great information there. I'm just happy to be a little part of it.
1: Well, good, Tommy. That's good, man. Real good. Happy for you. Right.
0: We'll talk later in the week, sir, and go check out that Michael Jordan day.
1: I'll do it. Thank you, Tommy. Thank you.
0: Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to say for it?